ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to a brand new edition of Over the Line, your Wednesday edition. We are so excited to be here. Trish with me as well. Yes. As always. Now as always. Yeah. Still uh, working at the setup though. For those of you that uh, are listening or viewing the show for the first time this week, we had made a decision to bring in Trish for all the episodes, mm -hmm. and she is now the official co-host, and whether that be a permanent thing or a test run or whatever, we're just trying to see if uh, we can make the show better. Testing anyway. the waters. Yeah, so what, whatever we need to do to test the waters and see if we can make the show better, we're going to do it. Our numbers were much higher when it came to the Friday Night Live, so I was like, maybe, maybe it's just Trish. Maybe it's just being laid back. Yeah. Friday night we're more laid back. Having more of a more like of a fun vibe. Conversation instead right. of just Andrew McLean talking to himself. <laughs> Which can get exhausting. It absolutely can. Uh it exhausts me to listen to myself talk. That's why I don't like to be in a quiet place. Like for instance, in the car with no music, no nothing going on. Mm -hmm. The last place I want to be is in my own head. Because, you know, I'm crazy as it is. I don't want to talk to me. Then why do you me. like to go back and listen to your shows? Well, I just make sure I don't sound like a doofus. <laughs> it's awful. Trust me. I always it's, thought that was very weird. It is. It is. And it, it's, it's kind of like a punishment. Like, it's well, tough. And I wonder, maybe actors go back and watch their movies and singers listen to their songs. So I guess it's not too weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird, all right. Yeah. Don't you worry. Uh, we got a few different things to talk about. This is going to be a, a kind of a, a, a news-driven uh, show because I got some politics stuff to talk about. But first, mm -hmm. let me tell you about, you know, Vaporforge out on 280. These guys are here to help you out. Make sure when you go by there, you tell them you heard it on Over the Line, 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, Vaporforge.com. So check those guys out. Again, mention Over the Line when you go. Otherwise, we're all going to be in trouble. And then patreon.com slash Andrew McLean. Who? Easy, easy ways to give to the show if you would like to do that. Thank you to all of you who are currently doing that. If you want to do a monthly deal or a one-time willy, however, that's the way to do it. Link tree, the link tree link that's with the video or in the bio of wherever you're watching this show has got all that, everything you need. Uh, from from Instagram to Patreon to whatever, so go check that out. Yeah. How was your day today? You it was just good. as we were starting the show, you were like, I have uh, feel like I have had no interaction with you all day. I know, I haven't. I had physical therapy this morning, so that was good. Um, our cats have had fleas. Like we Friday, I noticed one of them scratching, um, and they just had a flea treatment. You know, we rescued two kittens, and one came with fleas unfortunately so we've had to stay on top of that but friday i noticed them both scratching really bad and i started looking and they both had fleas gross yeah so at two o'clock this morning i'm up giving them both baths and dawn dish soap trying to help ease it until i could get them back to the vet i mean i tried to go to the vet friday when i noticed it and they were out of the medication so yeah um today was the first day they had it back in so yeah, my I spent um, all night washing cats in the sink. I'm surprised I didn't wake you up because they were quite loud. I don't something about the uh, the fleas grosses me out. Like as you were combing them <laughs> yesterday and digging all these fleas, I was like, he was, he's like, I'm trying to eat. I'm like, oh my god, just... I just couldn't believe it because these cats climb all over me 24 seven. So the fact that I didn't notice that they had fleas is like crazy to me. It's just gross. It's so yeah, it is. And then we had a, one of our cats f found a bird in our house. <laughs> <laughs> have you told no, him the story it, about no, that yet? We forgot to tell that story. Oh my gosh! We hear this god awful scream coming through the house. We're like, what is that noise? And he goes to investigate, and we're laying down taking a nap. Yeah, by we've the gotten way. to where we're trying to take naps during the day because I stay up all night. It's been since I hurt, since my wrist surgery, um, my sleeping schedule is completely off, and I'm up all night. And so um, I typically will sleep from about three to seven, and I'll take an afternoon nap. And um, <laughs> we were trying to take a nap, and we hear this noise. I'm like, "What is that?" And he jumped up to go check it out, and. The cat got a bird, but how did the bird get in the house? We still don't know. Mm -hmm. 
We still don't know. But, feathers all over the yeah. house. Oh, you all, it was in the, one of the uh, Peyton's bedroom, and mm-hmm. there was just feathers all over the floor, and but I was were like, that the, bird's dead. They were in the office. They were in the dining room. I mean, there are feathers everywhere. It, it reminded me of the time on Family Guy where Peter Griffin was fighting the big chicken. You remember that? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's what that's. I can what envision it, it though. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the bird lived. We think. We think. He took him outside and watched him for about ten minutes, and he did get up and fly away. Well, I, he kind of flew away. First of all, well, he hold just... on. Did you tell me an incorrect? <laughs> no, no, I don't think. Because I started listening. telling him to take him to the vet. Yes, she's like, <laughs> well, we just need to take. I'm not taking a random bird to the vet. Are you <laughs> well, crazy? Well, there's like sanctuaries you can take her animals to. Like Oak Mountain has one, for instance. Well, the world is this bird sanctuary, and if he's gonna live, he's gonna live. If he doesn't live, that was. God's plan. I mean, hold on. I didn't check behind you. Here's did, here's did the thing. Did the bird really fly away, or were you telling me that because you didn't want to have to truck it down to Oak Mountain? Well, he um he just laid there for a little bit, but he was alive. He, I could see him breathing. I could see his eyes open, and mm-hmm. he was blinking and all that. But he was just kind of laying there with his... Stunned. With his legs <laughs> sticking out, and they were kind of crooked, almost like they were broken or something. Aww. Um, But he wouldn't fly away. I was poking him with a stick. I'm like, do something. And uh, finally, I picked him back up. And mm-hmm. we got our garbage can outside the front door. I set him on top of the garbage can. He started squirming around. And then he flew off the garbage can, but pretty much flew straight down into a bush below. Mm-hmm. And then I never saw him since. I tried to see if he was still out there, but I couldn't tell. And our garbage can's not at our front door. Well, you know what I'm saying. That's it's our in the side door. Driveway. Yeah, but people are going to imagine that we have trash cans sitting in our front door. I mean, I would totally put it by the front <laughs> well, door. Well, you would. You hang random Walmart bags all over the house with trash in Listen, them. that's not odd. That's so odd. We have a garbage can sitting right there. So, I'm being told that I'm weird or I'm a hillbilly because <laughs> I take Walmart I bags. I never said hillbilly. And hang them on doorknobs and use them as trash cans. And then when they fill up, we put them in the regular trash can. We have trash cans in every room in this house. There's no reason for no, it. No, listen. It's just convenient. <laughs> it's right there. It's you just what don't want to bend over. It's what I'm used to. I don't have to worry about stepping on some sort of pedal just to open it. It's oh, there. Oh, God forbid you step on a pedal. <laughs> it's just right there. Just throw away what I need to throw away. Anyway, so that's uh, been look, my day. Amir says everyone does that. Yeah, well, yep. I mean, we have trash cans in every room for a reason. There's, well, we got we got two in every room. Of course, room. we also have hampers, and you don't use those either. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hamper... <laughs> See, re- I, I feel like we revisit this topic like got, every few weeks. I've got an excuse for every single situation every single scenario so the hamper is never in the bedroom well right now it's not because you were never using it so i, I would got it use out of it my if way. it was there no you would not but you know what I've i do pictures, now that it's gone i've got pictures of the lid open and you still draping your shirts and shorts over the lid that is open all that, you had no. to do is throw <laughs> it in the hole <laughs> those are clothes i'm gonna wear they're not dirty so if you go look, where am I? Where am I putting my dirty clothes? In, in the, the floor, which is in where the floor, you like to put them. What What is significant about that portion of the floor? Normally, there's a hamper there right. that the clothes are laying next to right. on the floor. <laughs> so all my clothes are going to the same spot. It's It's just it's a just, matter of now. There's not a hamper, hamper there? standing there to create the shadow over the clothes. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, what news is going on today? Oh God. <laughs> no, we've talked about our cats. Um, and the trash. So I I want to on Capitol Hill today. Merrick Garland, who is the Attorney General was grilled on several issues. And one of the big ones was, I, we hadn't talked about it on this show, but the the rape of a school-age girl yes. that happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. Right. And, and they actually tried to deny that it happened. They, yeah, they, they tried right. to cover it up. The dad comes to one of the school, bo- school board meetings, come on, mm-hmm. and basically loses it doesn't threaten to kill anybody doesn't physically assault anyone but he expresses he is very upset and the school board's like oh we don't know what turns out it was a transgender student or a boy wanting to dress up as a girl in order to get into the girl's locker room or the Mm -hmm. girl's bathroom and that's where all this happened right and when that came out and the parents started getting hostile and aggravated the attorney general's office, the DOJ, sends out this memorandum about 
really classifying these parents Parents, as domestic terrorists and Mm -hmm. saying, we're going to use our national security division to look into these people and, you know, make sure we bring them to justice before something bad happens, which by the way, you can't, you can't arrest people or convict people of things they haven't done. First of all. Right. But it's also infringing on their, Freedom of speech. Well, on the first and, and, and they're trying rights. to keep people from speaking up. Right. They're trying to bully them and, and put the fear in them that if you speak up, you could face jail time. This is not just about... They're the, silencing people. Yeah, it's not just about the rent case either. This is about critical race theory. It's this about is, the vaccines. It's right. about all of it. Yeah. It's about pushing... Or, I'm sorry, the jab. In a, <laughs> pushing an agenda on right. our children and making sure we have no say-so because they know we're not going to put up with it. One in particular that I saw that I thought ended with a bang was Tom Cotton questioning Merrick Garland about that very case Mm -hmm. with the girl that was uh, sexually assaulted and her dad and what was being done to her dad because the school board also came out and classified this this infuriated parent as a domestic terrorist. Now, let me ask you a question. The video that I saw, was he at a school board meeting sitting down and three police officers tackle him and arrest him? And mm. he's literally saying, I'm just asking questions. I, I don't because know. I saw, have to look that here, up. Here, I'll look it up because yeah. it, it was outrageous. Check that out. And then uh, here's Merrick Garland, or here's Tom Cotton, rather, grilling Merrick Garland just earlier today. Keep citing news reports, and that's the most prominent news report that anyone in America has seen. That refers to Scott Smith, whose 15-year-old daughter was raped. She was raped in a bathroom by a boy wearing girls' clothes, and the Loudoun County School Board covered it up because it would have interfered with their transgendered policy during Pride Month. And that man, Scott Smith, because he went to a school board and tried to defend his daughter's rights, was condemned internationally. Do you apologize to Scott Smith and his 15-year-old daughter, Judge? Senator, anyone whose uh, child was raped as, uh, is a, the most horrific crime I can imagine and is certainly entitled and protected by the First Amendment to c- protest to their school board about that. But he was cited is, by the School Board Association that's fine, as a domestic that's not, terrorist, which we now know. That letter and those reports were the basis for your... No, th- this no is, Senator, this is that's wrong. Shameful. Judge, that's, this is shameful. This, here, this testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. Okay. That's not Th- cr- Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You that- should resign in disgrace, Judge. First of all, can, can we point out that Merrick Garland's an absolute bumbling <laughs> idiot? He fits the Biden administration to a T. Mm-hmm. But Tom Cotton saying, you are a disgrace, you're an embarrassment to the position, and right. you should resign immediately. Mm-hmm. Resign in disgrace, he said. This, keep in mind, this guy almost got put on the Supreme Court. And as much as I don't like Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell's the one person that kept that from happening in Obama's last year. Right. Remember, they stopped him and they were like, hey, you know, we got an election coming up. Let's let the people decide if they want this guy Mm -hmm. to be on the Supreme Court or not. Could you imagine him covering up a rape and then classifying the parent of that victim well, but do you think, as a terrorist. Do you think it was a preemptive strike because they knew once this vaccine got um, approved by the FDA for children that that was going to cause people to bum rush school board meetings? So do you think that they wanted to go ahead and put this policy into place so that once these parents start showing up at the school board meetings, they could act immediately and quiet it down so that people aren't trying to fight against it. At the very least, it turned out to be politically convenient for them, Mm -hmm. and they were thinking ahead to that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it had nothing to do with this particular case, but they used it to catapult, because they they know that parents are not going to put up with this mandatory vaccine for children. Right, and and we'll get into the the vaccine stuff in a minute, because there's a lot Mm -hmm. to get to on that front, but as Trish was talking about with the... Uh, the the parent mm-hmm. being confronted by police at, at the school board meeting. At the school board meeting, that was Scott Smith, the yeah, guy that they're referring to. And let's see if we've got the video here. Yeah, it was in that article I sent to you. Let's see. There's the photo of it. And oh, he you was got busted. Li- lip he was and literally sitting in a chair in the video I watched. 
Look at him. Yeah. His mouse busted up. I guess there's not a video on here. It's just the pictures. Oh, it showed it on my side, but. Let's see. See, I hate the way they do these videos on the website because there's like a million ads. Yeah. Come on, cuz. It's probably on YouTube, honestly. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Uh, here's the Fox 5 report of it, so we'll just go with this. Um, Fox 5, I don't know what this is out of, but nonetheless, here you go. Now at 7 o'clock, though, we are following developing news out of Northern Virginia, where students at high schools across Loudoun County are planning a walkout. They're demanding safety in schools and showing solidarity for victims of sexual violence. Fox 5's Melanie Olnick is live in Ashburn with the latest details on this. Mel, good morning. Okay, this is about uh, the walkout. Hey, good morning. Yeah. So a walkout that, that I guess is a protest put on by uh, put on by students, but we've got the other tape, the other video. Video. Let's see. That's uh, right here. Yeah. Okay. Let's it watch should. this. Cause I, I, sir, I heard about it, but I didn't watch the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I saw just little snippets of it. So, Undertaker was on Joe Rogan. <gasps> Ooh, I know what we're watching tonight. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we're gonna watch that. All right. Here's uh, Scott. What did I say? Scott Smith mm -hmm. at the Loudoun County uh, School Board meeting. So what it sounds like is there's a student talking right now, and then the police have approached the dad. Mm -hmm. And this is even a different angle from the original one I saw. He's pushing back. Well, and as the police tried to grab him, he 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 starts to pull his hands mm -hmm. back and get away, which we know as is, is a no no. But I don't think anybody could not understand this dad's frustration, right? In the sense of what has happened to his daughter, and I think any of us would be infuriated to, to the to the point of violence, especially with the school that has been tasked with protecting her, mm -hmm. is covering this up. And you notice what Tom Cotton said. He said, the reason this is happening is because you had a transgender student commit this act and you didn't want it to look bad during Pride Month mm -hmm. at your school. That's, that's right. the priorities of this administration. Their priorities is Pride Month over safety. Right. And it's literally costing the, the, the innocence mm -hmm. of some of these students. So, yeah, and that's the dad right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's done lots of interviews because, of course, he's being painted in all kinds of light that he's just not, he doesn't agree with. So with all that, um, with what you saw from Tom Cotton, there were several other um, Republicans, mainly, that went after Eric, uh, uh, Merrick Garland. And I want to mm -hmm. show you some of those clips from Kennedy to... I think Jim Jordan's in here. This was, uh, I found this earlier today, so watch this. I Actually, I don't know that we'll actually be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. Vessel, aren't you? I'm not sure what you mean by that. You have weaponized the FBI and the Department of Justice. It's wrong. It is unprecedented, to my knowledge, in the history of this country, and I call on you to resign. Correct. This letter calls him a domestic terrorist. The NSBA is so embarrassed of this letter, they've apologized for it and retracted it, but you don't apparently have the same willingness to apologize and retract what you did. This testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. Okay. That's not Th Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You yeah. should resign in disgrace, Judge. Mm. This is amazing to me, too, on the, on the political side <laughs> of it, because we're watching Republicans all on one page in order in 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 pursuit of one particular issue or a set of issues that are of concern of their constituents they're going to have to because people are paying attention and they're going to get voted out if they don't start standing up the american you know? society as of you know these days mm -hmm. the current state of society in the past year two years three years 
we've been very complacent and we've allowed government to get away with a lot of stuff right. and we didn't push back because we're like, well, you know, that's going to inconvenience my life. I have to worry about that, blah, blah, blah. But now that those that push this stuff on us are in power, they're going in all in. Oh, they're absolutely. putting all their chips on the table and now people are having to stand up because they're like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to force vaccines on me. You're not going to cover these things up. Um, you're not going to charge $7 for a gallon of gas. Right. And not, yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to classify regular Americans as domestic terrorists. Right. This is exactly what they did during the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. They targeted every everybody from average citizens to Fox News reporters mm -hmm. that they viewed as their political enemies for one reason or another. And we, we literally were using the intelligence agencies and the FISA court to spy on these people. Right. For no, And they had no reason whatsoever spying on Americans, which is a big no-no. Mm -hmm. Any spying is supposed to be used for foreign threats, not domestic threats, not from the CIA, not from the FBI. It's supposed to be used for stuff that affects this country as a whole. Now... With that said, talking about domestic threats, I've got this video from Tucker Carlson from two nights ago. Mm -hmm. We're only going to be able to hear the audio on, on here because the way I pulled this up, I pulled this up on Hulu. And Hulu, let me tell you, these guys are smart. They will not let you screenshots. They will not let you screen record. They will not let me broadcast this on our equipment. No, nothing. They got it blocked out. We can still hear it, but you can't see it. And I don't know that you really need to, but we'll kind of give you guys uh, an idea of what it, what it it's showing. But this is Tucker Carlson just two nights ago talking about January 6th and some very important details about January 6th that nobody's talking about. Congress, Thomas Massey of Kentucky confronted or highly partisan Attorney General Merrick Garland. With this footage, it's of a man called Ray Epps, who apparently lives in Arizona. Epps was in Washington the night before, January 5th. He was encouraging Trump supporters to enter the Capitol building illegally. He said it numerous times. Now, in this clip, some people in the crowd immediately decided this guy must be working for the federal government. Watch this. We need to go in to the Capitol. So here's this guy, Ray Epps, who is within the mix of the Trump supporters that are frustrated with the outcome of the election and the fact that they are about to um, they're they're about to attend Trump's rally and hope that somebody like Mike Pence stops the electoral college vote count and that they can buy themselves some time to investigate what happened during the election and get to the bottom of it. But there's this one guy in the crowd, Ray Epps, who is encouraging and trying to uh, uh, trying to uh, get people together to storm the Capitol the next day. He's in this giant crowd of Trump supporters. He's, he's wearing his little Trump hat, and he's like, hey, let's make sure we go to the Capitol and get inside, and we stop him from doing this, so on and so forth. And everybody in the crowd that was there on January 6th and the night before here are like, well, no, that's not that's not what we're doing. Right. We're, we're trying to peacefully see if do this. Yeah. we can peacefully mm -hmm. convince those that make these decisions to make the right decision. Right. And this crowd in this... In this moment, the night before, they start chanting. One of the guys is like, this guy's a federal agent. And the crowd starts chanting, fed, fed, fed. And the guy's trying to calm the crowd down. He's like, no, 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 I'm one of you guys, but we need to storm the Capitol. He says, okay, folks, as soon as the president's done speaking, spread the word. We're going straight to the Capitol. So here's a guy telling Trump supporters they need to break the law and go into the Capitol. That's real video. And they say no. And then they accuse him of being an undercover federal agent. So that's pretty interesting. That guy was on tape encouraging people to break the law. 
So what's the next question? We've watched since January 6th, posters, ads run, uh, raids commence in the middle of the night arresting people. We've watched uh, the Chewbacca guy Mm -hmm. sitting solitary confinement since he's been taken to jail. We've watched all these people drug in front of national TV to jail and held without bond, even though we're letting rapists and murderers out. Right. But this guy... No consequence. Guess what happened to him? Organizing what happened that day. Has he been indicted? Who or where is he exactly? Well, Congressman Massey asked the Attorney General about that, and the Attorney General refused to answer. He also pointedly refused to say how many federal operatives were there in the crowd that day on January 6th. As far as we can find, this individual has not been charged with anything. You said this is one of the most sweeping investigations in history. Uh, Have you seen that video or those frames from that video? So as I um, uh, said at the outset, uh, one of the norms of the Justice Department is to not comment on impending investigations and particularly not to comment about uh, particular... Notice he says, well, one of the norms, not Mm -hmm. not the law, not DOJ policy. Well, you know, we're just, we don't normally do that. So Mm -hmm. even though... We are acting all concerned about what happened on January 6th. We're not really going to comment on why we haven't arrested this guy. Particular scenes or particular individuals. Can you tell us without talking about particular incidents or particular videos, how many agents or assets of the federal government were present on January 6th, whether they agitated to go into the Capitol and if any of them did? So I'm not going to violate this norm of... Uh, of I'm not going to violate this norm. Stu's a joke. All right, so here's the deal. And we've been talking about it on this show for a long time. Mm-hmm. Ever since, from the moment January 6th happened, right. I said this is not a, a Trump supporter-initiated event. Right. And as the days go by, we're starting to find out more and more information that tells us it was not. In the early days, we just had... The, the footage of people dressed in black, breaking in. the in. vans, moving the barriers. Right, cops yeah. moving the barriers. Uh, the, <laughs> the the mayor of D.C. refusing to bring in the National I mean, they Guard. Were, they were escorted in. It looked like a big, fat setup. Right, right. And now we're seeing certain organizers within January 6th that have not been charged, not been arrested, and they went as far, this Epps guy, this Ray Epps guy was on the poster, the big FBI poster where they're like, these are our most wanted insurrectionists Mm -hmm. from January 6th. He was on there within a crowd of people, and once people started asking questions about him, guess what happened? They removed it. They removed his picture. Mm -hmm. And now Merrick Garland, the FBI, Christopher Ray. They don't know nothing about the guy. Well, we just can't talk about it. They're going to continue to tap dance around this until it goes away. I mean, that's that's what happens in our country is people aren't paying attention long enough to find out why this stuff is happening. Yeah, I mean, there's so much evidence out there. Delay it till people lose interest. They'll just tap dance around it until there's another Lacey Peterson case or a Gabby Petito case or whatever to get everybody's attention. As you know? we brought up on the show time and time again, there were... Federal agents, we know for a fact, in mm-hmm. that crowd of Trump supporters that were pushing very hard to 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 get people to do what happened on January 6th. Right. It happened again when they had this second rally. It was justice for the J6, which was mm-hmm. the people that are currently in jail for that event. Right. And people, first of all, nobody showed up. There was more members of the media than there were participants for that rally. Turns out, or it looks like, federal agents are the ones that were posing as Trump supporters for that to even set that rally up. And when people started sending pictures of who was there, it was the it was these guys in in above the knee uh, khaki shorts and polo shirts and these you know military cop style haircuts, and you could even see the bulge of their firearm in their pocket. And so everybody started calling them Fed boys, mm-hmm. but. It, it's it's becoming blatantly obvious what happened on January 6th. And until this day, I mean, we're doing special counsels and hearings and everything else. And they're using that to say we can't have Donald Trump in the White House anymore. That's all it's about. Mm-hmm. They utilized it to wipe him off social media, all other you know media platforms. And they're going to continue to use it 
to keep him out of the White House. What if House? he's written in? What if he's not on the ticket and he's written in? Well, they're not going to be able to stop him from being the nominee. The Republican Party would I'm just have saying, to do that. I'm saying, what if they're trying to do it to that to that point, and they write him in? Because <laughs> I think he could win in that if it was a write-in thing. Yeah, he's probably one of the only people that would ever win win on a write-in. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's the only person that could win on a write-in, <laughs> and he's really at this point in time, he's the only person that could win on a um uh, the, the independent ticket mm-hmm. or a libertarian, if you will. Uh, but nonetheless, that's going to be something we're talking about in the future because that's very important mm-hmm. because we're we're made to feel like Pearl Harbor looked like a five-year-old's birthday party compared to January 6th, which is right. completely untrue. The Democrats have compared it to 9-11. <sighs> They're calling these people terrorists. I personally know people that were there that saw it firsthand and it's obvious this is this whole thing was a setup. Right. Were there Trump supporters in the mix that got caught up in all of that? Absolutely. And ended up in the Capitol? Of course there were. I think um, Ashley Babbitt was one of them. But at the same time, she shouldn't be dead today. Right. But everybody on that side, they're getting a pass because it was a setup. And they can't afford to have them people talk. The cop that shot her should be in jail well, right now. Look at how many officers have committed suicide from that day. All right. I mean, let's not even We're forget like about five that. or six officers. It's more than six at this point. I mean, it's crazy. In the days after that, as information mm-hmm. came out, cops that were involved in that started committing suicide. Why? Nobody uh-huh. had an explanation for that. Right. It's it's fascinating, and, and as time goes on, and we're looking back on this in our history books, or however we look at history, if if that's even a thing anymore, Mm-mm. this is going to be something that's studied far and wide. Because it may have been one of the biggest scandals committed against the American people in in history. I mean, this is a very coordinated, deliberate attack to take down American citizens. So, we'll talk about that on another day. I want to get into COVID stuff. All right, so, first off, this, this news came out yesterday and the day before, and... I don't know how much this will affect Fauci. My, my gut tells me that this is going this is the beginning of the end for Dr. Fauci as more information starts to come out about the stuff that he was funding. We know mm-hmm. he was funding the Wuhan lab that put out the China virus. We know right. that. He had a, a doesn't he have a patent on on coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's there's some some different stuff, but when yeah. it comes to him funding the Wuhan lab, he lied about it. When it came to hit that funding going to gain-of-function research, which is what created a, a coronavirus that was able to infect humans. Mm-hmm. He said he wouldn't do that. Lied about that. One thing after another, he's lying about. And now people are starting to find stuff that nobody's even asking him about that he's trying to hide. One of them is testing on dogs. He was literally funding these, these lab tests where they would stick dogs beagles in particular stick their heads into these containers and put these like flesh eating insects into that container until they ate on the dog until the dog died that's numerous awful. dogs that is awful i'm going to i'm going to play this video i'm well, i'm going to watch it first before i put it on the screen now let me ask you this does he have knowledge that that's going on he hasn't been asked about it Okay. That's the problem. All right, I'm going to play this. I'm assuming it's not gory or anything, but it's kind of given the details of of what I'm talking about here. Listen to this. Oh, they're they're playing they're playing the stars the angel song that they do here the <laughs> the telethons yeah. and the Oh my god. It says 28 beagles were made to develop infectious infections for 3 months before being euthanized for blood collection. If you get animals who are infected deliberately, infected deliberately. The dog experiments are set to be completed by January 2022. Now, for those of you that can't hear, Dr. Fauci was just he speaking just said on this. It. Yeah. There's a video of him explaining what they're doing with these dogs. Side. 
Will you be an angel and give a voice to some helpless doggos? Tony Fauci is spending over $424,000 on cruel and unnecessary experiments on beagles. Now, we know, we know that, you know, they test different medications and different theories on animals. That's, that's not something new. But Tony Fauci is being praised as a god. And here, I'm, I'm. Did they just decapitate that dog on the video? Yeah. Well, I took it off the screen. Let's too. turn it off. So I'm so, not looking at it, please. <laughs> I didn't. I, it it keeps oh, getting worse. Actually, that's awful. Well, I cut it off. I I didn't think it would be that gory. Uh, nonetheless, Tony Fauci proudly talking about it. And guess what? Guess who's paying for it? Now, Tony Fauci's not paying for it. Tony Fauci is using your money to pay for it. Your tax dollars, half a of half a million dollars go into research mm-hmm. to killing these dogs. Let's say 198 beagles were killed, and you saw the inhumane treatment. I was going to say, and just watching the way they handled them, they were throwing them around like rag dolls. That's that's the that's Dr. Fauci's NIH. That's his. That's uh, so awful. That's what he's. Uh, that's what he's known to do. And it wasn't just dogs. He he was. Uh, they were doing that same kind of treatment on. Uh, same kind of experiments on monkeys. Same exact thing. This is, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm going to be cautious about what I play here. But I think it's important to share this stuff. This one says, on December night, uh, December 2019, White Coat Waste Project sued the National Institutes of Health after it refused to release videos and other materials related to wasteful and bizarre psychological experiments on primates that have cost taxpayers nearly $100 million since 2007. Some of the projects have been continuously funded for over 40 years, which is about the time, length of time, Dr. Fauci's been in this game. That's kind of funny. The monkey, you see him looking at that thing. He's like, what the? I don't know. I'm starting to get nervous. I don't know that I want to play this. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like there's anything too crazy on there. Monkeys are smart animals, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're primates. So... These these animals really comprehend what's going on when they do awful research, such as what they've been doing to these beagles. And how Fauci has not been nailed to the wall because of that mm-hmm. is amazing to me. I think it's just pure ignorance and nobody knows about it. But I'm hoping this gets far and wide and people start seeing this because... For a lot of people, and I'm talking to, you know, there's a lot of different people that's in the Dr. Fauci as a God group. But for a certain section of them, they view animals as more valuable than humans. Right? Okay. For sure. In which that's kind of dumb, but nonetheless, that's how they view it. And if once they find out that Dr. Fauci has allowed this and paid for this kind of stuff, they're going to nail him to the wall. That's why I think this is the beginning of the end for Dr. Fauci. It's just a matter of how efficiently this um, this information gets out to the public. That news is a couple days old, but hopefully it's spread like wildfire. You had first responders and city workers in New York marching over the, I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge, mm-hmm. shouting, let's go, Brandon, F. Joe Biden, Alf de Blasio. And walking off the job. You're talking yeah, I think it's like 45%. Yeah. Of, uh, firefighters, yeah. healthcare workers, just uh, city workers in general that walked off the job and said, we are not going to be forced to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Now, New York City will cease to function 
without these people. Right. If you lose even 30% of your police force to this, crime will skyrocket. I mean, immediately skyrocket overnight. And the the city that this happens in or the state that this happens in will devolve into chaos. You know what this is reminding me of? And this is, I started wanting to watch the Purge movies the other day yeah. because I started thinking about that when I saw them say 45% of the police and fire department were going to be walking off the job because of these mandates. And it started making me think like what's going to happen, you know, like what's happening in California right now, people are allowed to go in and shoplift and, and do petty crimes and not have any consequences for it. Right. And that's going to start happening in places like New York as well. Um, businesses are just going to have to close. They can't afford to stay open. And I mean, have you seen the videos of what's going on in California where they mm-hmm. walk in with shopping carts and walk right back out with yeah. full shopping carts of stuff? And they walk out with giant gar- walk in with garbage giant bags and, and everybody just stands there and watches can't do pull anything. stuff off the shelf. Can't do anything. That'll be like in all over the country mm-hmm. as police walk off the job. Well, businesses will have to close. They can't afford that. You know. Well, and what the left has banked on is the people that they've convinced that the um, that the vaccine is the answer to everything. Not mm-hmm. not just the vaccine, but mask as well. I had a lady get in my car today. She opened the door and she said, "Have you been vaccinated?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> you know, just tell her I get vaccinated. I don't care. And she goes, oh, "Okay." I was like, "If you're not going to wear a mask." But since you're vaccinated, you're okay. And I'm going to be like, lady, if I was vaccinated, I would spread it to you just the same. Exactly. But people are fooled. Maybe she had COVID and right. she wanted to make sure you weren't going to get it from she her. Wanted to, oh, she wanted to protect me. Yeah, That's maybe so she had COVID and she was trying to be nice. But they completely they got need to people. stay six feet away from me. Well, they, they've got people completely freaked out over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Thinking that a mask is going to save them, thinking that a vaccine is going to save them, and and you know it's not that these people are stupid or dumb, but no. But got who their, do you believe? Who do you trust? Right. They, what information is correct? They're, they're <laughs> usually taking the information from the news or word of mouth or whatever. They don't. Not everybody sits here and and consumes the news and consumes information and research like we do every single day. Right. So they just go off of what they know in their mind and what. Dr. Fauci, Joe Biden, and the rest of them have portrayed to the planet is a mask is going to protect you. A vaccine is going to protect you. That's when you get situations like this. This is at a Walmart, and I don't know exactly where it's at. Man, a Walmart. Nonetheless, this guy comes across another guy who's not wearing a mask, and literally it almost comes to blows because the guy is so freaking angry there's a dude in Walmart that is not wearing a mask. It's absolutely crazy. Watch this. Hey, you ain't got on no mask, boy. Oh, you ain't got on no mask, boy. Stay back, sir. You, boy. Stay back. You. What you gonna do? What you gonna Stay do? Right here. What you gonna do? Right you need to go get a mask. He looks like he's carrying. I'd, I'd watch out. For real, this white art looking dude. You're gonna be yelling at him. What you say? You need to get a mask, you son of a be yelling at Santa Claus? <laughs> You're doing this in front of Santa, bro. Is he yelling at Santa? Santa's not wearing a mask either. Let me speak this clear to you, boy. You need a mask on. You need a mask on, boy. That's what you need. You disrespectful mother. Take your ass outside. You don't want to wear no mask. You're wasting your breath. Get your nasty ass out of here. My kids got on the mask. Yeah, you have respect for everybody else. Everybody else got on the mask. Get the out of my face. Get your ass out of my face. So you know who started? The people ain't got on the mask. You the fuck yourself. You feel the nasty son of a bitch. Everyone go. Ain't going nowhere. Call the cop. Ain't going nowhere. Call the cop. I'll be here when they get here. 
You let these hillbillies and these poor Mexicans in here without no masks. Poor ass Mexicans, he said. <laughs> these nasty mofos. Uh... That that's got that's got a little racial connotation to it, but you, you know what I kept noticing during that whole video is that man until the very end kept his left hand or his right hand in his pocket the entire time. Yeah, he's had his fingers on the trigger. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that man is carrying a gun. He was a, he was about to have a duel right there in the express. He was like, please let me use my gun. Please let me use my gun. But the point of all this is that's how freaked out people are people because are. they've been fed misinformation for mm-hmm. a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And so this guy is upset because he thinks there is this nasty hillbilly that is literally threatening the life of his wife and his kids. Right. He's like, this guy is going to kill us because he doesn't have a mask on. And, and that's what people have And for all we know, saying. that man just came back from a funeral from somebody that died from COVID. He may be sensitive for a reason, you know, but th- people are on edge now. I've been yelled at for a mask many times. Many times. But this is what they want. And so what the left has done is they've gotten people freaked out to that point mm-hmm. in order to combat the people we see in New York that are walking off the job to ostracize them from society and say, no, the mask thing is normal. You're not normal. We're not going to accept you as as a, a part of society until you fall in line like the rest of us. I had a lady that I was in line at Publix, and I was wearing a mask, but I was also on the phone, and it slipped below my nose. And she jumped a good 10 feet away from me when she realized she's like can you can you please put your mask over your nose i'm like oh i'm sorry and i'm looking around the cashier doesn't have a mask on the people behind us in front of us don't have a mask on and i'm like lady you keep looking at me for because she asked me it happened two different times i was on the phone and she's surrounded by people without a mask on and she's worried about mine slipping below my nose people are freaking out yeah and they've been told to freak out yeah. That's the- But what information do you believe? Like just like with this this laundry case that we've covered some, you can't even trust when the FBI tells you something. Like they say, "Okay, we found his body." You can't even trust that the FBI is being truthful anymore. Right. You know, you can't trust the the CDC, you can't trust Fauci, you can't trust anybody. So what information do you believe? For for us in particular, and I, I would dare to say for most of the people that, that watch and listen to this show, we know where to look. We we know how to dissect news articles, find the ones that are telling the truth, keep keep up with all the stuff. But again, back to They make it people, very difficult to find that stuff, though. We'll use this guy as an example. Mm-hmm. He's got his own life he lives. He's not that interested in politics, so he's not keeping up with that. He's not watching the news all the time. All he knows is he heard if somebody don't have a mask on or had a vaccine, they're going to kill your kids. Now, Andrew McLean, how are you making that assumption off that video that he doesn't pay attention to politics? Or You have just developed have, a whole scenario about somebody you've never met. I have a psychology degree. <laughs> no, I do. I can judge people <laughs> by their behavior. And this guy's behavior tells me he ain't got a clue about nothing. Nothing at all. So... I'll go ahead and uh, bank on that assumption. But here's where all that leads to. Everything we've dealt with from COVID and especially from vaccines, this is what it's all led up to. And this is where tensions are going to boil over for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking in the sense of what that stuff Merrick Garland's worried about, violence against those in authority. You might get it now that you've done this. What has happened is the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11 years old. Now, Andrew, it's just an approval. That doesn't mean your kid has to take it. You just wait. You just wait. The federal government is going to encourage parents that they need to get their kids vaccinated. Otherwise, they don't love their kids. You know, next next thing you know, you're labeled as someone who, you're labeled as Casey Anthony. Right. And they're going to push on that until the state level picks it up. Mm -hmm. And then the state level is going to say, well, in order 
for y'all to go to school, you're going to have to have this vaccine so we don't have any outbreaks or blah, 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 blah. And it's just going to bleed down. And this has been their plan all along. But the American people are not going to buy into this. No. They're not. There's well, the one thing. There's you, not many things you can cross when it comes to, as we talked about, people are like, as long as it doesn't affect me too bad, I'm not going to worry about it. I got stuff to do. I got a busy life. I just dealing with my family, whatever else. But when you cross people's children, that's where almost everybody draws a line. Well, and you have to forget we're in several different camps here. You've got the camp that is waiting for the vaccine to be approved so they can take their kids because they believe 110% that that's what's saving them from COVID. You do have those people. Right. But then you have the other group of people that are like, no, I don't want my kid to have it. And then you have a third group is I don't believe in mandates. So you're going to have a large part of the population that's going to fight back against this. Yeah. Over half of the population will fight back. Mm -hmm. Even those that have gotten the vaccine as adults, there's going to be a lot of them that are saying, no, I'm not giving it to my kid. I'll take the experimental drug if I've got to, Mm -hmm. but my kids are absolutely not doing it. And here's what's fascinating about the FDA. When they put out their statement on this, when they referenced the research they did to come to the conclusion to approve this for kids 5 to 11, mm-hmm. they said that they're doing it because they're, gonna, they're going to conduct post-authorization research. Five stages of post-authorization research, which means we haven't really tested this on kids yet, but we're going to after we approve it. Yeah, and I heard, um, I wish you had the numbers in front of you, but it was like 0.03% of children died with the with COVID that, re- you know, that had it. But then 50% of those were actually dying from something already. Right. They just died with COVID, not from COVID. The number's like... So the number is like half of 0.03. No, the number's like 1 to 200. Yeah, it was crazy. In that age range that have died from COVID. Don't quote me on that. That's just what I think. Yeah, it was like such a small number. The the numbers, if you actually do look at the numbers or the percentages Mm -hmm. compared to other things that are causing kids to die... Your child, okay, going to a public school has a 10 times higher chance of dying from self-inflicted suicide than they do dying from COVID. Right. And it's because of the position that you're putting these kids in. The suicide thing is a whole other topic because all the things that they're forcing your kid to do is causing the suicide. Mm-hmm. Pulling them out of school, making them wear masks. Isolating them from other people, yeah. Isolating them. My child right now is being harassed to no end by teachers at his school for even letting his mask slip below his nose. Now, I'm having a conversation with the principal at that school tomorrow, and we're going to get to the bottom of what's going on because he's even got a teacher, and I'll call her by name starting tomorrow after I have this conversation. She is harassing the kids, telling them they should be vaccinated. They need to get vaccinated, and if their parents are not getting them vaccinated, then the parents don't care about them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to put up with it. I'm not going to put up with it. And I'm really done putting up with the mask thing. I'm over it. He had to sit out from P.E. two days ago because his mask slipped under his nose for 10 to 15 seconds. And they were outside, weren't they? And they're outside. Yeah. They're making them wear them all day. They're having to run Mm -hmm. to and from class because they're they're sixth grade. They're changing classes now. And they're forcing them to wear it all day long. And half the teachers aren't wearing their mask. They can't even take them off in the lunchroom. They have to be at their table with their food, pull their mask down, immediately start eating. And as soon as they're done eating, pull their mask back up. And it's crazy to me. Like, I have a friend that posted on Facebook today that... Um, starting tomorrow that they don't have to, they live in Louisiana and that her parish doesn't, they don't have to wear masks anymore in that parish. And it's crazy to me how different it is from place to place. Like we have a kid that's struggling because he's got to wear a mask and, you know, they're staying on top of it. And then over here, they don't have to wear them at all. It's well, just crazy, the difference. Most of the places in Alabama, mm-hmm. most of the counties in Alabama have gotten rid of the mask right. mandate. And if you want your kid to wear a mask, you can wear a mask. Jefferson County has not, mm-hmm. because Jefferson County is run by a bunch of deep blue libtards. I mm-hmm. mean, Jefferson County's always blue. Right. 
And so we're like on our own little island, far away from logical thinking in this county, just because of the jabronis and the idiots that run Jefferson County and the city of Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And and I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. And this is another reason. You, don't be surprised if you see this at your school one day as they continue to push these vaccines on kids. Look at this headline. Mom is suing the school her sons at 10 after they vaccinated her kid without consent. Imagine that. Imagine P. Diddy coming home. He's like, well, they vaccinated me at school today. They said I had to do it. But remember, we talked about that months ago where they were... Um, trying to pass it to where the kids could get vaccinated at school by their own choice without parental consent. And they were offering Xboxes and PlayStation 5s and all that kind of stuff to entice children. Right. You know, I mean, that's something that we talked about months ago. Jefferson Parish High School. I, I hope she takes every dime from that school. They shut that school down and send all those kids to a much better, safer school. Because there's nothing safe about this. Mm -mm. You think th 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 there's there's no scenario where this school should have even thought about vaccinating. This kid was 16. Still didn't have the legal right to vaccinate this kid. This kid didn't have the legal right to make the decision on his own. He's got to get permission from the parents according to the law. Right. And they still vaccinated him probably because of what you said. They offered him something. Maybe you had a bad test grade. They're like, hey, your mom never has to find out about this. Mm -hmm. We'll just turn this F right into an well, A. We'd even ask Peyton. We said, no right or wrong answer, buddy. If they offered you a game system. No, first we asked him if he wanted to be vaccinated. Then we you know, yeah, asked him his opinion. He was very strongly. He didn't want to do it. And then I said, what if you were offered a game system and no one had to find out that you got it done? He was like, oh, yeah, I'd do it in a heartbeat then. Mm -hmm. You know, and with that, that'll be the attitude of most kids. Mm -hmm. Of course, it would be. If you give them some something adults, that they really want <laughs> you. You dang old PS Five in front of some adults, and they'll do it. Well, because in their mind, they're like, "Well, there's just a shot. I get shots all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not a big deal." They can't really comprehend the dangers of a drug that has not been widely researched, and also the fact that if you take it and you've already caught COVID. You've got a strong level of antibodies, which we don't know about Peyton, but we can almost guarantee he does. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's only been around 20 people that's got COVID. It is nothing more than a gamble on your safety, your health, to get the vaccine at that point. Because even if, even if the side effects, the negative effects of a COVID vaccine are rare and happen to very few people, whether Nicki Minaj is cousin in Trinidad's ball swole up or a teen got an enlarged heart, you're taking a gamble by taking a, a vaccine that you do not need to take mm -hmm. whatsoever because you've already gotten better protection than what the vaccine is going to give and you. Seven times better protection. Well, and honestly, what is, what is the reason for the vaccination? It's to make your symptoms less severe, correct? That's it. Because That's it, you still can spread it all that kind of stuff. So if the children are not dying from COVID, why are we going to vaccinate them and potentially give them something that might, they might have some kind of a pre-existing condition that won't mix well with the vaccine. Right. You know, and that's like that, that study that we saw where it was two times more people are dying from the vaccine than are being saved from the vaccine. Yeah. So, it just doesn't make any sense. But it's it's not supposed to. I mean, it's... No. It, it's it's about <laughs> money and it's about power. It's about control. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pfizer goes to those in power, those in government, and be like, hey, we, we got a win-win situation here. Well, you know what it kind of reminds me of is before 9-11, when there was the bombing at the World Trade Center, um, or maybe it was, it was the bombing in New York, where they, before they set off the big bombs, they, the week before... They set off smaller bombs just to see how the EMS and the police department and all that were going to handle it. So that the day they actually did the terrorist attack, they would already know how the city of New York was going to handle it. Right. And it's, it's kind of what this reminds me of is I feel like this is like the test run 
for when the next big thing actually comes out. That they did the same thing for 9-11. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's what this feels like to me is that this is just the test run to see how people are going to react and also to make people go, like me, for instance, I worked through that whole entire thing. I started doing shipped during right d- during that because there was a huge need for it and so i was in the grocery stores all day every day i was going to people's homes and through the entire thing i stayed healthy so for me um the way i'm thinking is if something else were to come about i'd be like oh well the last time there was this pandemic nothing happened yeah we we weren't you know we didn't sit around and no. wait on 800 dollars a week unemployment no we, we worked our working. asses off like we, we were working going. seven days a week but so people are going to be like well it wasn't that bad the last time you know yeah i i tell you with the way people are acting right now with the way people are standing up which makes me so proud to be an american the way people are fighting back against this stuff if the government, if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris show up in a year or two years from now, they'd be like, well, turns out we have another virus uh, from China that's infiltrated the United States. We're going to tell them to shove it. Like, we're, we're not we're not doing nothing for it. But see, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of that that's going to be the real deal that's really going to wipe out a large portion of the population because people have already just gone through this. They're fatigued from it. They can't believe anything the government's telling them. They can't believe anything the CDC is saying. And they're just going to go, you know what? We're not doing this again. And that time it's going to be the real deal. Yeah. You know, that's that's my biggest fear. And well, I'm stocking up. Well, yeah, we're stocking up. <laughs> Y'all should stock up too. It's not a bad idea. I mean, you don't, you know, worst case scenario, you got a bunch of extra food uh, left over whenever you need it. That's less grocery grocery store trips you got to make in the future mm-hmm. which is good for us because we end up buying a bunch of unnecessary stuff every no, time we go to the grocery store that's why i don't i use shipped yeah i have them bring our groceries to us and i tried to tell them that i said yeah you have to tip but it keeps me from walking by and impulse buying stuff especially in target right oh my gosh the stuff you can buy in Target. these delivery services do in fact i think hurt the business hurt the bottom line for grocery stores even restaurants to where, yeah, you're looking at a little menu on your phone, but it's different when you're sitting in a restaurant looking at the menu, smelling the food. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I used to be able to drop $15 on myself in Taco Bell's <laughs> drive through because I could smell the chalupas like going out my nostrils as I'm staring uh. at this board and the person on the speaker's like, what you want? Yeah, you ask Andrew now. He's like, get me this, that, and the other off the dollar menu. But if he's in the drive-thru, he's ordering, ordering. The, the dollar menu stuff is just appetizers at yeah. that point. Yeah. And then as he pulls up to pay, he looks at you with this like guilty look on his face. Like, what did like, I do? Why did it cost so much? What did I do? I can't believe we just spent so much. <laughs> Not we, honey. <laughs> we. We. Um... That's it for this episode. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. Uh, I know there's a lot of people we're trying to talk to us while you're in here, but uh, we'll try to be more interactive, especially on Friday show. Yes. Uh, Friday's going to be a little more laid back. Should we dress up? For Halloween? Yeah. If you'll let me go get the costume I want, they'll say what it is. I'm not going to say what it is. Can we go get it? Will you go pick it up for me tomorrow? I mean, maybe ships can bring it to me. A, a tar- I already checked. Target and Homewood has it. Okay. So they may still have it. It's it's pretty close to Halloween. They I, may not I, have it anymore. I want that outfit so bad. I know. You How did. good would that look on the show for? That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> We'd have to explain it to some people, though. Yeah, most people get it. I, I didn't get it. Well, you had to explain it to me. I will. We'll add a little flair to the costume to make it clear. Yeah. Why I am what I am. Yeah. So <laughs> I still want to know what you are. We'll why. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll have a thing. And maybe, oh, you know what we could do is get everyone else to, to send us their costume pics. Yeah, that's true. That's what we'll do Friday. Y'all uh, y'all dress up, hang out with us, and send us your pics, and we'll post them on the show. Also, if you've got suggestions on what we should be for Halloween, or even if it's just for the well, Friday night show. Soon. I mean, it's Wednesday. That's yeah, fine. I mean, we don't have to take their <clears throat> advice or anything. <laughs> yeah, but Friday night, what you can do is dress up or just whatever your costume is going to be for Halloween, send it to us in messenger and then we can post it on the show. There you go. I'm excited. What are are we going to do? Like scary stories? I don't know. 
we got to come up with it. It's like two days away. We got forty eight hours. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have a fun Halloween edition of of Friday Night Live, and we'll yeah, see what. And happens. And basically, what's going to happen is at six fifty, we're going to be like, "What are we doing tonight?" Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> what are we going to talk about? All right, we're out of here, guys. Until next time. See you, guys.